Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Geeks. My name is Tim. Wow, all right, we're doing that. And my name is Alex. And we are two brothers on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of whiskey and comics. And you got two whiskeys. I got two. I got two whiskeys. It's season two. I'm double fisting. Um, That's right. Yeah, we are hot in the middle of season two, which is our essentials for those who are joining us for the first time. Welcome. We talk about whiskey and comics. And today we're in the middle of season two essentials. We thought we're Canadian. We should probably talk about an essential Canadian distillery, right? Absolutely, we should. And uh, this is actually one of our favorites, too. It is. There's some really great stuff happening in the whiskey world from our uh, home and native land of Canada. Uh, some really great distilleries. We can't touch on all of them, but this is one of uh, one of the newer ones that's really, really knocking it out of the park across the board in both of our opinion. Um, kind of a sleeping giant, if you will, and they mm-hmm. kind of came out of nowhere, which is why we paired it with the also essential read uh, Secret Invasion from Marvel, which we will be talking about next week. So make sure you come back for that one because today's all about whiskey but secret invasion is a pretty cool book so go out buy it find it read it and then you can come back and we'll deep dive it next week and talk about yes. that because it's rad but first let's talk about this unbelievable distillery from the great province of british columbia uh macaloni's caledonian yeah it's uh in an island distillery Uh, because it actually is out on uh, Vancouver Island and they are putting out some really great product. Um, We first got introduced to this uh, many, many years ago. Our, our dad, the whiskey dad, as we like to call him, uh, of course, found out that there was this new distillery that uh, was just getting onto the scene here in Canada and was able to procure some, uh, some samples of like some early, Uh, early spirit that they had it's some of the stuff they're getting to market isn't even legally be allowed to be called whiskey in Canada because it hasn't been aged for three years right so they are the one that the one that we're going to be tasting together tonight this peated one is just uh, a single malt spirit right on the label because yeah can't call it whiskey yet Um, but I've got another one that they can call whiskey god damn it yeah That's true. I mean, you say many years ago, they just, they opened in well, 2016, so they are relatively new, but yes, it has, yeah. I mean, shit, we're almost into 2022 at this point. Time yeah. is a flat circle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had, for me, I, yes, had had a couple samples of the small stuff that our dad had picked up and then I was out. This is actually a funny story. This bottle is uh, right before everything shut down. So I went out <laughs> to BC for work in March of 2020. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Flew home on St. Patrick's day, 2020. And the next day, everything was locked the F down. Yeah. So this was the last fun I had. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking for those who know that I had a child over the pandemic. Don't worry. I still have had lots of fun. Um, but yeah, my wife and I, I had a, I had a gig to work out in Kelowna and we made a trip of it. And we decided to go visit Vancouver and Victoria and we had never been to Victoria. And that's when my dad reminded me, Hey, you know, there's this distillery out there. You should go and take a visit. So my lovely wife who is amazing and supports my whiskey enthusiasm (laughs) said, sure. And she was pregnant at the time. So she couldn't drink. So uh, we took a stop off and I did a little tasting and 
it was just as good as I remembered. And so I picked up this bottle. So this, they did this, they had this series. It was the Twa Cask series. Uh, while they were waiting for their own spirits to age so they could sell them, they just purchased a bunch of casks and then did some blending and then released the series. So my, the favorite one that I tried then, and I picked up a bottle, it was the, um, it's the Highland blend. Uh, so this is a blend of Blair Athol and McDuff, which nice. they then uh, finished in retoasted red wine barriques. Ah, so it's a so, nice natural color. Look how dark it is for those oh, watching on YouTube. Forty six percent. I'm gonna like smell and do some tasting. If you want to maybe talk a little bit yeah. about about the distillery uh, yeah, while well, I do that, because I'm thirsty. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm I'm going to uh, brag and then give a little bit Do of it. a shout out because for those looking, I oh, also you. just got mm-hmm. it. And if you can see there, this has not even been cracked yet. So this yeah, is going to double as a uh, a neck pour session for me. But uh, friend of the podcast, um, Matt, was actually just out in Alberta and he FaceTimed me from uh, one of the liquor stores out there in Red Deer and said, all right, I got room for two bottles to come back you can have one of them what do you want so he's walking up and down the aisles and when i saw um like so the macaronis they've got a very distinct bottle shape which um they're like the owner actually goes into how like the creation of the bottle he wanted something that was a little unique and when i saw that i was like is that a macaronis and he's like uh yeah and i was like i don't remember a green label on anything what is that so this is the twa cask isla blend and nice. so this is a blend of Colila and Buna. Oh, right on. So it says non-chill filtered, matured in X bourbon casks, and then carefully finished in retoasted red wine barriques as well for this go. lovely so color. I'm mm. gonna uh I'm just gonna get this on camera of opening this. Oh, bad you're cracking boy up. it now. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm doing it right now because if you've got a warm-up. Yeah, and it. you know what? Let's uh let's see if we can't get this on mic. There Ooh, it was. Delicious. <laughs> and don't worry, folks, if you want a specific neck pour session of macaroni, I've got another one coming because I've got this fancy little bottle behind me that I'll I'll talk about. Yeah. That I picked up that uh, that's gonna be coming uh, soon as well. Um but yeah, so macaroni. Let's talk a little bit while your dram does a little bit of breathing. Oh. Um, it smells, it smells good already, but let's, uh, is it, let's is throw it a cap. Is it really peaty? It's, or do they go with like, because Boone is not necessarily peated and Colila I find is a pretty light. It's, I was going to say peat. it's, it's that sweet smoke mm. that, That's uh, awesome. that I think is like the Colila influence of that sweet smoke. Yeah. Nice. So it's not overly peaty, but yeah, let's let that uh, sit in there for a little minute. Right um, on. So yeah. So yeah. So it was founded by Dr. Graham McElhoney, Scotsman, who decided. Hence the name. Hence the name. This is all going to come back, folks. You, we, for those that know, we're teasing something. It's called foreshadowing. It's good podcasting. Yeah. Uh, it's all going to come back with the island and the macaroni. Um, so he wanted to start a distillery over here in BC. He's actually, he got his start in the whiskey world. I think he was bottling over in Scotland, fell in love with it, wanted to start a distillery a number of years later. He actually has his PhD in fermentation engineering. Uh, so he put together an absolute dream team yeah. of folks to start this distillery. Um, you know, got an ex Diageo master distiller and Mike uh, Nicholson, who I believe he had worked at 
over a, a dozen, <laughs> over a dozen distilleries in Scotland. So he's his master distiller. Uh, and then also brought uh, Dr. Jim Swan, who is known as the Einstein of whiskey yeah. um, to help because his specialty is <clears throat> in maturation, Scotch maturation, whiskey maturation, which Alex, you can maybe talk about what he's doing and why it's so incredible, which will lead us into the second dram that we're going to share together, yeah. this peated Magnabrache, their spirit. It's really going to come into play with that. Um, but what, it, what does Dr. Jim so, Swan, what does he do? So what he started playing around with is how trying to find a way to get things to age quicker by changing like the chemical structure inside it, like the wood for the cask. So he invented this STR method, which is mm. shave, toast, rechar. So we all know, and well, we all know, if you don't know, um, what they do when they get a cask is they will, I mean, it goes to the cooper, they get into the right shape, and then it goes down like a conveyor belt and they fire, literal fire, up on the inside of it to toast it. So, and this gives it a bit of a char. And what this does is it activates, it reactivates the wood. So technically what this does is, you know, you chop a tree down, the wood is dead. When they toast it, it reactivates the chemicals in the wood. So it's acting like it's alive so that the spirit that you put in the cask can actually interact with it. So that's how it pulls out like the oaky notes, the sugars from the vanillin chemical that's in, that's in oak. So that's what happens. Now, you can only do this so many times. Right. You can only put spirit into a into a cask so many times. So a lot of whiskey is put into X bourbon. So the cask has been used to age bourbon. So that's one time. So that is a first fill cask when the bourbon goes in. The whiskey then goes in. So this is now a refill. Mm -hmm. So this is now round two. Sometimes they will then use it a third time um to you know and just sort of keep going but eventually that wood the interaction that you get with the spirit goes away right. so what dr swan did was say we've got all these barrels kicking around there's got to be a method where we can keep using them so they popped the ends off they went in and they shaved um a bit of that like the top layer they would shave that off the inside of the barrel they would then retoast it mm. um, to reactivate the wood, and then they would actually go a little bit further and actually um, like char, like rechar um, these these casks, so that you it's could like, then use it's like them again. Searing the outside of a steak. Yes, you need, that, you need that layer of crunch. That's right. <laughs> so, but they're doing this with barrels that have held, like previously held spirit. So in the um, what we're drinking, our first ram, these are X red wine barriques. So the wine has interacted with the wood and has imparted characteristics of the wine, right? So it's got the sugars from the wine. It's got some of the tannins. It's got some of the color. And even though they are shaving that off and retoasting it, some of those characteristics stick around. And there's some there are some really good like scientific journal style um, papers that you could actually go and read if you are so inclined. I was because I kind of geek out on this kind of stuff. And it's even though they're kind of in our channel name, uh, yeah, I, was, I know, I was right? Just, I was gonna say like this: you're getting the geek 
side of the whiskey. Yeah. It's not just comic books, folks. We no, no. out hard about weird <laughs> about the chemical shit. the chemical makeup of casks. Yeah. Um, so you still, even though they are like shaving the inside of the cask and retoasting it, the chemical makeup has been changed in the wood already. So some of that sticks around. So once they rechart and they put the then they put the spirit like the new make spirit for the, that, you know, becomes whiskey. Once they get that into the cask, it's now interacting in a different way than it would if it was a first fill ex bourbon cask. What happens and what Dr. Swan found is this actually allows the spirit to age quicker. So for new distilleries and for a lot of distilleries now, they're using this method because they found if you age something for 18 months in an STR cask, like the peated Macnabrache that we're going to get to in a minute, it's 18 months old, but tastes like a 10 to 12 year old. Yeah. And they were doing crazy. a lot of blind tastings with this, where it was standing up to whiskeys that were like, you know, six, seven times older. Yeah. And so that's that's the really cool thing that like he was playing around with like the makeup of like right down to the like the cellular level of like in the wood. How can we alter yeah. this to get it to interact different? So that's my big spiel about STR casks. Yeah, you know, super cool. So Rockstar really cool team, Rockstar team, um, they pull these people in. Let's start a distillery. Oh, crap it costs a lot of money to start a distillery. How are we going to do this? They actually crowdfunded it. So they got, it's, I'm sure there's some of you out there listening who are one of the original founder, founder, owner investors. So kudos to you. Thank you for doing so. They actually just wrapped up another round of investor funding right now. Um, And uh, I, my hat is off to all of you for helping them get this distillery off the ground because it is, fantastic and i cannot wait to see where things go yeah. um because what they're doing currently i remember the first time i tasted this peated magnabrache finding out that it was like 18 years old i was just like months what or sorry 18 months old it was it's mind-blowing yeah it's very very shocking very yeah. very shocking at how how much older it tastes because normally you know, we've had three year three year old whiskey and it can taste really hot and sharp and you just get a lot of ethanol and alcohol burn. Yeah. And this stuff doesn't have it. But um so my Highland blend that I've got, not their yeah. new make spirit, but this blend, let me tell you, it's very, very nice. It's got a very typical uh Highland whiskey notes. There's some fruit in there, there's a bit of spice, some of those baking spices that you get with Highland whiskey. You don't get a ton of red wine, but I think the red wine barriques, it's really just kind of smoothed it out and kind of calmed it down and really to borrow from the big Lebowski really tied it all together. It's <laughs> nice like a pull. rug. Thank you. It's like a nice rug in a room. Um, so it's incredibly smooth. It like it, I think it's a 46, 46% alcohol. It, it drinks like a 40 in my opinion, <laughs> because with how easy it goes down and how nice it is. Um, I don't know if these are all that available anymore, to be honest well, with you. I don't, honestly, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, I don't think they have any. So the, the nice thing about Macaloni's is they'll actually, you can buy right from the distillery and they'll ship yeah. it across the country. 
That's what I did now, with this bad boy, which I'll talk yeah. about. Yeah. So I'm not sure how many of the, the Trois cast series they still have, which is why when when Matt saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, get that one. <laughs> yeah, there might be some old Dusties sitting yeah. around in some liquor stores around. So have a look. If you see one and you think, oh, it's this blend of other distilleries, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah. With and I'm blends. pretty sure these were all like these are all limited to around 300 bottles. Yeah, they didn't do much. So, so. but anyways, this let um, us know in the comments if you've had it and which if ones you, you found like. one. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. No, this uh, this Isla one is is really quite nice. So mm -hmm. I am picking up some of the the sweeter like the sweeter sherry notes from from the Buna, mm -hmm. I think, which is coming through. But then I'm also getting a bit more of the like the sweet peat that Colila is known for, which is it's a really soft smoke as opposed to like a slap in the face to Ardbeg Lafroy right. kind of peat. So it's, this is really nice actually. Uh, again, it's 46% and I, it's super smooth. I think it's been finished nicely. It picked up some of the nice color from those red wine barriques. So mm -hmm. uh, you're going to like this. I, I'm excited. So I'll get some of this a, down to you. I just did a, a a little quick research because it was like McDuff. What is the McDuff again? Um, I've got a bottle of Glenn Deverin, 20 year old, mm -hmm. and that's the same people. That's McDuff. Oh, okay. That's Glenn Deverin as well. So, um, but let's get into the main whiskey that we're using. Yeah. I mean, normally we would have like a specific pairing, but for this one, we decided like we're just going to do the whole distillery. We're going to talk about a couple of them. And it kind of goes with the whole secret invasion because people just pop up all over the place. Yeah. Um, Who's a scroll? I don't know. Exactly. But I kind of want to get into this pita. It's been a long time since I've had this. I, you know, I, I'm about halfway through my bottle and, uh, I was just kind of like, I was going to put this away for a little bit and I'm excited to come back to it now. Yeah. I'd, I've forgotten Ooh. that. Ooh. Like it's, it's a very unique, it's, it's very a very unique, unique, unique nose. Right. And so a lot of times what we, like what we say is, the environment where something ages, it really does have a big influence on yeah. the final product, right? So like we've had the, like we've had a lot of scotch, you know, that is aged in Scotland, be that by the coast where you get some of the maritime, like salinity influence, some of the island ones versus some of the highlands. We've also had the opportunity to have some like Southern bourbons, which are very different, mm -hmm. like high and hot is one of the things that, uh, is always like associated with that when you get into like Cavalan, which is from Taiwan, like it's really humid. Um, so Same it can Amrit from India. Amrit. Yeah, well. exactly. But like this, which is like is aged out in um, like on Vancouver Island out in Van uh, out in Victoria, it has that influence from the Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. And you're getting that salt, you know, that salted mist is going to be yeah. wafting into the warehouse. And you definitely pick that up on the nose of this one. Like I'd yeah. actually forgotten how kind of how sea spray this was. Yeah. It's not quite brine. It's not briny iodiney like you would get with a little Freug or something like that. And the peat in this is, is really not that it's not overly high. So, you know, it's uh, peated smoked at our distillery to 54 parts per million. So, you know, you're, I believe that's, that's right around. Is that quarter cask or is that lag 16? 
like one I of those one of those two is yeah. right around like the 50 55 yeah. somewhere in there yeah when you get into the octomores that's when you're hitting like 100 plus sometimes two yeah. um sometimes 200 which is kind of crazy but coming in you know as they say people who like non-chill filtered natural color again this is 18 month old whiskey and the color on this for those just listening go to our youtube right now we'll also post a picture on our instagram it's beautiful my goodness it's really really dark even in the glass it's super dark so nice um and yeah the the peat is really not killing you on the nose at all it is okay it's it's there it's soft but I know I remember tasting it. I'm like, oh shit, there it is. But yeah. it's not a really peat heavy nose, which is interesting. So yeah. you just had a taste. What did I, you taste on it? I'm going to go in. And we talked about this. This is only like, this is 18 months in the cask. This is wildly smooth. <laughs> the, it's so like, insane. It, it doesn't make any sense that something this young, like a new, like, 18 months, we can't even call it whiskey. This is just like a nope. new make spirit that's been spent some time in a cask. It's incredibly smooth. It's bananas. And well, like, 46. And it's, it's 46. Well. Yeah, so it's 46%. But if I told you this was like 37, <laughs> like... Well, like, it's it's reminding me of like, I don't know if it's Redbreast 12, which is 40. Cavalan, I think, is 40. Wasn't um, the Bowmore... Like, isn't Bowmore twelve forty? It might be. But yeah, I recently had a 40. I think it was the Cavalan. Again, that's like a sherry. Yeah. A sherry. But I had that on the weekend, and I was just like, man, this t- almost tastes like water. Delicious water. Don't get me wrong. But compared to the 56 to 58% stuff that we've been drinking in our advent calendar that we're doing this year, it's just been like this a hilarious run of cask strength stuff. Like, yeah. this is nothing. But it's honestly, this is... I would, I would almost give this to someone who is interested in trying a peated whiskey as like a, you want to get into Isla. Yeah. You know, this as a, as a peated non Isla whiskey, this is a really nice bridge. Yeah. Getting someone who's a, a whiskey fan, even like a rye fan. If they're like, they like Canadian whiskey or bourbons mm-hmm. or something like that. This, I could see this being a pretty good bridge whiskey into getting someone interested in peat to then like okay let me show you the world yeah and i think what's uh the other thing that's a little bit different from what macaloni's doing compared to some of the other canadian distilleries is this doesn't taste like a canadian rye right oh god no like this this is this is malted barley this is i i can't remember where they source their their peat from but i'm pretty sure this is uh like it's west coast peat like they're not bringing in like peat from scotland to do this so it it does have some of those local elements but they're not using rye this is definitely like in the like barley whiskey vein so you're not going to get mistaken like some like two brewers for instance the Mm -hmm. when you taste two brewers you're like oh this is a canadian Right. Right. Like right off the bat, you're like, oh, like this is a Canadian whiskey because it just it has some of those elements that jump out to you. This and that is not throwing shade because we love two brewers. Oh gosh. Love (laughs) one of my favorite bottles of this year was a two brewers. We're gonna we'll talk about that at the end of this episode. Yeah. But um this this is doing a phenomenal job 
Um, and especially yeah. like, again, especially for the age, uh, we always like to talk about like the value proposition. So these bottles are all somewhere around the hundred dollars plus or minus a bit. Yeah. Right. So like sometimes they're 120, sometimes they're 90. Um, but for a hundred bucks for an 18 month old spirit Island spirit and tastes like, like a it's, 12, like a 10, yeah, 12 year old. It does. Like, honestly, if, if you gave this to someone, I f- like, I kind of feel like what they might come back with on a blind tasting was like, is this a Highland park 12? Mm. Like mm-hmm. it's peated. It's not overly peated, right? It's, it's, yep. it's not like, it's not that sweet smoke, but it does have some sweet notes, which yep. I think is what the, the STR cask is imparting, right? Like they're recharring. You're getting a bit more of that, like, I mean, not quite caramelization of the wood, but you know, you're getting some of those reactivating those sugars, which are then yep. getting pumped into there. So, yeah. What a delicious whiskey. Yeah. Are you getting any other like notes at all in there or tasting, nosing, tastings after having a couple sips? Maple syrup, beavers, and moose. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, I was going to say there's a bit of poutine, some cheese curds, like Quebec, little, yeah, Quebec little, cheese yeah. curds, some maybe Sherbrooke, I think. Little Sydney Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> little World Junior gold medals. Little, no, there is a little, little bit of gray cup. Yeah, there. I mean, there are some some sweet notes coming through on the nose for, for sure. Me. Now, now, now I, like, they're not like sip and stuff. It's yeah, it's not sherry sweet at all. Mm-mm. It's not, it's not like apples. It's not raisins or anything like that. Um, try. It's almost like a. I'm getting a little bit of like Swedish berry, that yeah. kind of like red candy, like the candies, but yeah. not like a. Not like the cough drop medicinal kind of candy that you sometimes get. No, no, no. Get. Yeah, like the red jujubes. Yeah, like a Bigfoot um, without the cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. hot lips. Take, take the cinnamon out of hot lips. You know, that you've got that like yeah. red to fruity note. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm getting a little bit of that. Yeah. And I mean, the the salt, I would like, I would say the salinity, the sea spray has like come down a little bit and I'm picking up more of the sweet notes on the nose now that uh, now that we've tasted it um let's talk about our favorite thing let's talk about mouthfeel gross little oily it is yeah um it's it is i think you can tell it's younger by how it sits in your mouth more than the finish like it's super smooth on the finish but it does sort of sit like the edges of the tongue um like the cheeks a little bit, like it's not quite chewy, but it's like going in that direction. So, but it's yeah. uh very, very, very nice. I'm very happy to be revisiting this whiskey. Yeah. It's very, it's, very good. It has been like, I don't think this made it up to the cottage this year mm-hmm. when I went, I don't think it was in either of our bags. So I'm honestly, I'm not sure it was probably early in the summer. The last time I, I had this. So this is, right. this is very nice. Now, they did just recently release their first line of whiskey. So they've been able to age stuff long enough now and they released a full, there's three different bottlings of whiskey. I picked up their cask strength. Of course you did. Not, of course I did. I've not <laughs> opened this yet. Um, so this is the Invermalley Island single malt whiskey, single cask limited release, carefully matured in premium recharred red wine barriques. Nice. 
so this is bottle number 204 of 291. Beautiful. It was it was bottled on October or in October of 2021. Um PPM scale zero, so there's no peat in this. And the alcohol comes in at a nice 57.9. Oh, beautiful. Cast number 58. So there will be a video coming when I crack this bad boy to get the taste. Can can I can I ask you something? Yes, sir. Did is this the one you bought two of? It might be. Okay. This might just, be the just, one. Just asking. No, no, just asking. When I saw that they put this on social media that it was available, I just immediately <laughs> said, I'm gonna treat myself and buy two. Yeah. With the initial thought of I'm gonna buy one for for me and for sharing, obviously, because yeah. that's what we say, whiskey's for sharing. Yeah. And then another a backup bottle that we would do a a club tasting when we do a like a full Canadian one. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and apologize to anybody listening from the Whiskey Geeks Club right now. If this bottle slaps and is really, really awesome, I'm probably just going to keep it. Uh, <laughs> you you mean but, you're probably going to share it, right? Well, I mean, like, I'll keep it as in a, when people come over, when I go, I'll yeah. share it around and stuff like that. But we're, we'll see if we'll, this we'll makes see it. How, yeah, we'll see how it does. Tasting or not. Because I'm pretty sure they sold out of all 291 bottles of this. I, yeah, um, I imagine so. But this, The other nice was, thing... Oh, it was sorry, around 150 bucks. Okay. So a little bit pricey, obviously, I know, but I kind of figured it's a Canadian distillery I really like. I want to support 150 bucks. It shipped right to my door. That's like tax and shipping and stuff included. Because I think that like retail is like 129. And then with yeah. taxes and shipping um, to come straight to Ontario to my house, I think it was like 300 bucks all in for yeah. two of them. So I think right. that's a pretty good deal, depending yeah. if it's good. And okay, sure let's now. I'm sure it's going to be good. Let's briefly talk about why it is that we like to support this distillery, and they could probably use the hundred fifty dollars, shall we? And also the reason why we're pairing it with Secret Invasion, because <laughs> the whole point of Secret Invasion is is these the scrolls come out of nowhere, buck the system, and throw everything into chaos. Yeah. There's currently a lawsuit. <laughs> um, they are being sued. Uh, some of you probably know. They are being sued by, what is it, the Scotch Whiskey Association? Yeah. Yeah, the SWA. That's right. Um, over the use of certain terminology, which they, de they the big, Scotch Whiskey big Association, whiskey. <laughs> big whiskey, deem are confusing to consumers. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying that they're confusing people into stating that their whiskey is, they're trying to pass their stuff off as scotch. Now, yeah. Poor us. I'm so dumb. I don't yeah. know what I'm buying and I'm being deceived. Being deceived. By the main, the main things that they're, that they're saying that they can't use are the terms macaloni because it's Scottish. It's the dude's Remember name. Remember what the founder's last name is. <laughs> The fact Caledonia. that it's island, the, Caledonia, because it's Scottish, the area of uh, Vancouver Island, Victoria, where this is made, is called Caledonia. Uh huh. Do you guys does does the SWA not remember that Canada? There's a lot of Scottish people here, and uh -huh. a lot of, I the mean, places are named after a lot of places in Scotland. 
let me just put this out there. I know that England is in Scotland, so don't come at me with this. But I currently live in London, who has a Thames River. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in Middlesex County. Yep. Uh, and you live just uh, off. You live near Oxford Street. I'm on. I'm just off of Oxford Street. Uh, and Hyde. Like the, yeah, there's, there's a Hyde there's, Park. There's a oh, Hyde no, Park. Hyde, Hyde Park. I can see Hyde Park. Yeah. From from me. So maybe let's calm down a little bit about claiming the Caledonia thing when yeah. there's Caledonia here. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, them calling themselves an island whiskey. It's made on an island. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So, so this, isn't, this is not the first time that they've come after a Canadian distillery. Our yes, lovely they... folks of Glen Breton out east. Yep went through all of this already and it almost bankrupted them because they're took a, nine years took nine years and they're a brand new distillery and then they got to pay all these legal fees so unfortunately yeah macaloni's going through this too so hmm yeah not i cool i'm not sure how to one it's like okay you want to retain the ability like only things that are made in scotland could be called scotch cool Yep. On board with that. On board with that. Um, they're making whiskey. They're not calling it scotch. Mm-hmm. It says, I mean, I'll pick up the bottle and read it. It says right on it, <laughs> um, visit our distillery for guided tours <laughs> and custom designed. And it's very prominently says product of Canada. Yeah, product of Canada on the back. <laughs> right, like right on it. Yeah. Um, and then you know it's made in Canada because it also says produit du Canada. <laughs> and there's French all over the label as well. Um, so yeah, it's like the the address is on it. It in no way is, I don't know, in my opinion, to trying to pass it off as anything else other than just yeah. it's good what's in the bottle. So very good. But because of that, that, that obviously led to, hey, let's do secret invasion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it's, it's Yeah, I fun. mean, we were going to do secret invasion anyway because the well, book yeah. is phenomenal. And for those that don't know, the MCU is going there. They're going to be yeah. doing it. They're doing secret invasion. Yeah. There's, but if you watch Captain Marvel, there's that's where the Skrulls came in. There's some post- post-credit stingers of some movies they're a couple years old but i still don't want to spoil it but there are post-credit stingers with scrolls in it the scrolls are here that's the story behind secret invasion yeah that they've been slowly infiltrating earth for a long time and just pretending to be certain characters that i don't want to spoil for the book but all of a sudden half of the superheroes you realize that oh <laughs> that's a scroll and yeah. it's been six years. And uh, anyway, so it's a a phenomenal book. It's really good. Go read it. We're going to dive yeah. deep into it uh, next week. We're going to talk theories about if the MCU, what they're going to do with it um, as well. Coming up on the channel as well, um, we've got some more Neckpore sessions coming up. Uh, we're going to do our whiskeys of the year in the yes, next we are. two weeks. Um, we've got some rules that we're kind of keeping to because we've tried an exorbitant <laughs> amount of whiskey this year. Um, hmm. I'm, so I'm thinking we're going to do like our favorite Canadian, our favorite scotch, our favorite 
neither of, of those two things, yeah. rest of the world, with some honorable mentions. Um, we're going to try and keep it to stuff that's accessible that you can actually go and buy with some what's the best thing that you... I, yeah. I You don't know that I was going to suggest this. I'm going to tell you this right now on air. Yeah, I think we should do a what's the best thing you tasted this year because yeah. I've got two that you can't buy. Yeah. Um, that I was lucky enough to taste this year that blew my effing mind. So I definitely yeah. want to mention them. So yeah. we'll do that as well. Um, but yeah, final thoughts on this. Oh, we should probably give it a score. Yeah. Um, let's score the, you know what? I'm just going to, let's give a general score to Macaloni as a whole. Let's do that. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to, to give Macaloni as a distillery. I'm going to give them an 8.5 right there with you. Fantastic because, work. Yeah. Just they're doing great work. I think as they progress, this has room to like room to go up. Um, yeah. But they're like the innovation, the way they like the way they started off. I mean, some of this goes into they crowdfunded. You can like you can buy shares. There's cask ownership programs where you can design your own cask and get like, you know, 30, 60 bottles of something um, that like, you can do, which is, it is hits great. Me, it hits me in my punk rock roots. <laughs> there, it's such a punk rock model of like, fuck it. We'll just do our own thing. Yeah. And we're just oh, we need money. We'll find money. Let's ask people to help us out. Like it's, this goes back to me playing in a punk band where it's like, fuck, we want to play a show in Kitchener and some kid being like, my church will let us run a show in the basement. And then like, let's just flyer the town and we all pile in a van. And like, it's just yeah. so punk rock of like, just get it done. Um, yeah. But like the product's incredible and yeah. keep doing it's really good. Keep, They're keep doing you guys. Yeah. We're keep, here with you. Keep yeah, we're gonna keep supporting it. Um, mm -hmm. If uh, let it, yeah, let us know what you've tried of Macaloni's. If you've if you've had any of it, if you found any of these dust, dusty dusty uh, cast series, like out in the wild. Uh, I mean, I would certainly suggest. It's not often you're gonna find a on label telling you that it's a Colila Bunahaven blend. Like normally, you're gonna get. Hey, this is so-and-so's private bottling blend of Isla whiskeys and they don't tell you what's in it. Yeah. So the fact that they're putting right on there, these are the distilleries, these are the casks, this is what we did with it. Um, I really appreciate. So I would, I would say if you see one of these, grab it, yeah. um, let us know. Um, Go to their website. Not, yeah. It just, it just flashed across the screen and it's in the description for those listening. Um, their web store, they will deliver straight to you. Yeah. Go order something. Do great stuff. They do beer too. If you're out, actually, in BC, yeah, get some I, I really, I really do want to try their, uh, to try some of their beers. It looks great. I had a, I, I had a pint when I was there. It was fantastic. Yeah. A pint and then a flight of whiskeys. If you're mm. in Vancouver and they're open, go visit the distillery. Say hi. It's a yeah. good time. Um, keep coming back to our channel, folks. We're going to do more Please. of this because this is what we do. We talk whiskey. Next week, we'll talk comics. Sometimes we do both. We're going to be doing more stuff. So you can go check out our website, which desperately needs to be updated. I say that every week, which we will get to. But hey, it's thewhiskeygeeks.com. You can follow yeah. us on Instagram. Alex, where do they follow us? It's at thewhiskeygeeks.com. And like on your hoodie and like on my shirt, and I'll move over. There's an E in whiskey because we right. are non-discriminatory with our whiskey. Uh, you can send us an email. Tim, what's our email address? 
Oh, weird. It's thewhiskeygeeks at gmail.com. Fantastic. Excellent. Uh, thanks, as always, to Call and Response for the use of our theme song, Something About Your Love, um, from his self-titled album. You should go and buy that and support him. He's a fantastic artist. Um, yeah, I don't know. This was fun, man. It's good seeing you. Yeah, this you. is a good one. I'm glad to be able to do a couple different ones. Absolutely. It was, uh, yeah. It was fun. This was, uh, we... We were uh, both a little busy and run down last week, yeah. so it was uh, it was tough, but glad we were able to get back here and uh, get another one of these done. And I'm looking forward to actually, I'm really looking forward. It's been a long time since I've looked at Secret Invasion. So I'm um, very much, and I only, I'm pretty sure I only read like the first couple. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, I, such a treat. Like, I know the story, but I can't wait to dig into it. You're in for such so, a treat. It's so good. Um, yeah. I'm excited to reread it for like the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Um, thanks, folks. We'll have some more content out prior to a holiday shutdown. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, if you're new, thanks for joining us. This is fantastic. Um, Hit all right. that button. Yeah, subscribe. The big red button. The big one. <laughs> Wherever you and listen to podcasts, up. a thumbs up would share be great. It. If you could share it with someone, if someone you know likes to drink whiskey or likes to read comic books, it would be great if you could let them know that we're doing this fun little project because we really enjoy doing it. And yeah. it's always great having people, uh, you know, seeing their, oh, look at that. There's a new follower and someone sends us a cool thing, you know, cool message of what they just read or, hey, what yeah. would you think would pair with this? And so it's, it's always a lot of fun. So that would yeah. be awesome if you could go ahead and do that. It would help us out. And you should probably rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts Plus. or Spotify and then write a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps the search algorithms and make sure that you're sharing it as well. So that helps us uh, <laughs> rank higher. Corporate chill and let's beat algorithms. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thanks, <laughs> folks, for the Whiskey Geeks. My name is Tim. And I'm Alex. And like always, Scotch and Stories, they belong together. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, my friend. Do you like haunted attractions and Halloween things? Do you like behind-the-scenes stories? Do you like listening to two girls go off on random meandering tangents? Well, we've got the podcast for you. I'm Courtney. And I'm Brianne. And you can hear all those things on the Just Haunted House Things podcast. podcast.